to the podcast. Another day passes by in Hell World. One day, 24 hours closer to the inevitable sweet release of death. And climate-related apocalypse. Yes. Well, you know, um, didn't they always say that the apocalypse would be like hot, like heat and meteorites raining down from the heavens and that sort of shit? Who is they? By uh, you mean like the the prophets, the Christians, or the or the scientists? I mean, or the Christian scientists. It seems like every religion, as far as I know, in general, has its own end of the world myth, and all of them seem to be either hot and fiery or just sort of like pop into nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite sure um, which we're really going to be contending with here. Mm. Neither um, of which, of course, is most likely scientifically accurate. And more likely we'll die in like a damp, humid, uh, bacteria-filled environment killed by the gases which they use whenever they defecate into the air. Yes, the oceans will acidify with those cyanobacteria um, or whatever it is that... Mm. And what was what? What kind of gases do they re- do they release? What like the stagnant water and gas in the bacteria that? Oh, don't they release some sort of like is sulfide it sulfur? Gas? Yeah, and it'll event. It'll we'll be it'll, the those of those of us who we will be able to afford the um the gas masks because you know inevitably they'll be they'll be capitalized and the cost of gas masks will like skyrocket under capitalism. Therefore, the only extremely wealthy will be able to be, be able to survive with the gas masks outside and the toxic sul- sulfide or sulfur or whatever filled atmosphere. But then, have you never watched the movie Spaceballs? I mean, I think we all know that canned air is the way of the future. <laughs> just just suck it through your face. and Yeah, I mean, Mel Brooks is a visionary, mm-hmm. and I think he's got the right of this one. I think that we are going to see canned air. You know what? Actually, um, I, I don't even mean that jokingly now that I think about it, because uh, have you heard of Liquid Death? Uh, I've... I've heard of the hot sauce liquid death. There's a hot sauce called liquid death? Yeah. Okay, that would actually be useful, and that would be cool. Unfortunately, I'm not talking about a hot sauce. I'm talking about water. Water, no. It's drinking water that comes in a tall boy aluminum can, and it has, like, a picture of a skull on it. And it's called Liquid Death, oh, like premium like mountain water. Pure? I've seen that. Yeah, some of the the uh, local hipster bars around um, the main city here have uh, have advertised carrying it. It's supposed to be like, was it like, isn't it like Nordic water or something like super white Norwegian, <laughs> one of those Viking countries? Like, let's look on Amazon here. Um, Liquid Death mountain water. 16.9 ounce tall boys 12 pack price 21.99 for 12 for cans of water Jesus fucking Christ um it's got a golden melting skull it looks like some sort of interstitial yeah, animation from like, adult it looks swim like a, like a spiked fucking seltzer or some shit like that now 
or like or it looks like a craft beer like they and they I like how they they called it fucking tall boy like to kind of like give the impression that it's like an adult uh like possible possible beer like oh get some, who who fucking who fucking says that when they want water hey hey bro go get the tall boys out of the out of the cooler like <laughs> give me a tall boy of liquid death yeah Murder your thirst! I'm I'm heavy metal, but I don't want to drink beer right now, so I'm gonna I have to fucking drink some overly masculated water. Oh my god. I'm just gonna read a couple of samples from this product description. I know that this is intentionally ridiculous, but that aside, um God, I shouldn't be giving these people marketing, but uh this is just so fucking stupid that I have to talk about it. Uh, liquid Death's proprietary thirst-murdering process begins by forming a rope of veins that will wrap around your thirst's head and strangle it. Like something from fucking aliens or something. <laughs> that sounds awfully sexual. <laughs> like aliens or something. <laughs> Is gonna like slowly steep into like tentacle porn here soon. Yes, <laughs> the, the octopus's tentacles will slowly seep into your asshole and hydrate you, <laughs> hydrate you through your fucking ass. <laughs> Anal which hydration is, which is tentacles. possible because, which is very possible, and is something that they do in real life. Your uh, your uh, your asshole tract is the uh, second most vascular portion of your body. They do it to a lot of old people. That have like shitty veins that they can't give IVs to, so they'll stick lube a tube and stick it up the old person's ass, oh my and God. shoot saline into your butthole, Isn't and that... not for sexual or douching reasons. <laughs> Isn't that similar to what they were doing at Gitmo? Like whenever someone tried to have a hunger I, strike. I have no idea. I don't. I, all I, the only thing I know about Gitmo is they did waterboarding. That is totally not torture. Don't quote me on that. Um, well, I'm, I'm afraid we're going to have to because you you just said those words. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a snapshot. I, 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 yes. And then, yeah. uh, you know, a little happy, happy quote. Yep, I was just quoting Dick Cheney. You can't hold me against those words. Or hold those words against me. You know, if you just knew how to quote the right words from Dick Cheney, I think that you could, like, do black magic spells. Like, if you could look through his life, like the book of his life, and see every word that he's ever uttered, like you had a key logger installed in his brain, God, you'd see some satanic shit, you'd see some, like, ancient Latins. Eyes roll in the back of your head, you start fucking speaking like Mr. Pickles. Nomine, diabli, you know. Halliburton what? Oh, God. You'd see dreams of him fucking nosediving into a, a like, stack of coins like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, a bunch of, like, Islamic terrorists would start running at him. And then he would, like, I, pick up I, an I AK say, and shoot them. I will say, though, for one thing I that, that I do respect is he's not, he does not beat around the bush about how fucking evil he is. That man has never been apologetic for anything. He, like, completely owns his fucking corrupt and evil core. Like, he did, he did not, not even during the Bush administration did he try and hide it. Oh, he's, he's beyond shameless. Yeah, I mean, he was he was, was at the um, Sacha Baron Cohen's new show. 
Uh, yeah, who is America? He he was like the only. Uh, he wasn't he like one of the only ones that actually like played along and like was probably aware aware of what was going on. Didn't he like sign a milk carton or some shit? Milk like, jug. Yeah, just for water, like a waterboarding kit. He called it. Yeah, he and he was he like he was all like just going for, yeah going all in for it. It's like you know he's an evil bastard and he deserves to die a terrible death, but um. I'll, I'll I'll give him that much respect. He he is not he does not pussyfoot around. I mean I don't know if that was him having a sense of humor because he seems pretty humorless to me. I think he just is very senile because he Maybe. was quite decrepit in that episode. And uh, I'm not entirely convinced that anyone above age seventy is all there anymore because of the uh, events going on in our country as of late. Uh, and by as of late, I mean for the past. Like four fucking years now. Well, I don't. I mean, the the burn is uh, pretty uh, pretty sharp. I mean, I'm sure he's not as sharp as he used to be. Yeah, but when I but, look at Bernie, I see that that young, curly headed, but he, your gentleman getting is, dragged off by the Chicago PD for daring to support like black people. Yeah, rights. my point is though, you you generalized and said everyone oh anyone well, over seventy. A line that I've been using a lot lately is that uh you know, lead contamination was a lot more prevalent back in their day and that does cause brain damage and sort of hmm. criminal impulses and such and uh well, antisocial who, who's to say lead contamination mean, it might it we, we're not putting in a putting in our gasoline anymore but it sure as hell uh, is no. uh, is uh, coming to sur- or surfacing that hasn't uh, hasn't uh, gotten out of our water supply yet i mean fucking was in new york here recently de blasio is coming under fire in the last debate wasn't he for uh, the lead poisoning and the pipes and whatnot and, and cory booker in new york yeah. and there's been several i mean and that's just the two big ones there have been several states that have been like d- dinged recently indiana being one of the uh, shittiest states as far as like water treatment quality like goes and and i think i think maybe not water treatment quality but updating of pipes because that's more important than water treatment it's all, it also matters, can... like, how acidic your water is, or rather, like, how much chlorine is in it and shit. Like, uh, I understand that more heavily treated water is more likely to corrode pipes. Maybe yeah. I've got that backwards, though, because in Flint, um, now that I think of it, um, it was the case that they diverted that shit water from the river, and uh, I believe that, that the river was so polluted that there was, like... You know, the water was like acidic or something. Like it had corrosive chemicals in it that literally ate away some of the lead in the pipes and made them sort yeah. of. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not 100 percent on what actually like what the quality of the water. I know, all I know is that they diverted uh, water from a shittier source and it went the through like a different yeah different set of pipes and end up contaminating the water with lead. And have still continued to do nothing about it to this day. Yep. Thanks, Obama. And uh, Governor Snyder of mm-hmm. Michigan, Rick Snyder, who uh, should be in prison right now, but probably never will be, sadly. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe and someday we'll see he, him and his ilk put in the gulag, but a man can dream, though. Yeah, in fact, he'll probably still have a Twitter account, too, because we can't just can't silence our pol- politicians on Twitter, no matter how bad they are. But we can silence Ron Perlman for uh, making a tongue-in-cheek joke about uh, the Koch, hoping the Koch brothers have a, have a uh, quick, what do he say, quick reunion or a fast reunion or something like that. Two men, two like two men who I can't think of like deserve death more. Like very few, very few people on this earth deserve death more than the fucking Koch brothers. Well, like see, the millions not, that they are responsible, millions of deaths they're probably likely responsible for. It's not the Koch brothers who deserve to die, so much as it is that the rest of us deserve for them to die. <laughs> and sort of no longer be a problem to us, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if they could just, you know, kindly shovel off this mortal uh, coil. Hey, Charles, you know, David's gone now. Maybe you want to go see your brother a little sooner, you know? Just fly out to Switzerland, get a little euthanasia done, and know that you're really doing the most that you can to serve your fellow man. Mm-hmm. Take your fucking nephew Wyatt with you. Yeah, and I and I, I, I found out recently some very disturbing facts. Um, and it was uh, well for one, their uh, father was uh, very sympathetic to uh, the Nazi cause, and I think like they end up saying that he uh, he really hated like he really hated Jews and brought brought and like they literally grew up with a uh, with a he brought like a nanny from Germany or something like that to like raise them. So it was like, they had like some like weird, like strict German, like nanny that raised them while they grew up and just, hello, I am nanny Hilda. And if you get out of line, we will use the extra hard brush when I wipe you down. There's some other, I wish I could remember. I want to look, I want to look it up now and like, I don't even know where to start. Like a Coke brother. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to look it up real quick. If you disobey, you will do three hours in the torture chair. Yeah, just some really strange fucking shit. I will tweak your nipples. Oh. Will you get the hose, the hose again? Oh. <laughs> You know, whenever I've talked like that to uh, other Germans, other Germans, uh, whenever I talk like that to German people, um, you know, not being myself German, um, I, uh, I talk to them and they say, why the fuck do you sound so gay when you (laughs) speak German? I'm incapable of, uh, speaking German without sounding like Bruno or some shit. Hello, well, how are you doing today? We, we both we both have one a, a mutual German friend, and he doesn't sound anything like that at all. Like he 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 stayed over here in the states for a little bit, and didn't he sound like he was from like Minnesota or some shit? Or like, California, maybe. Yeah, like had some weird like off accent like that. And honestly, I've never heard a German uh, national like sound anything like that stereotype other than like in cartoons or movies so it is kind of weird like, i mean there's flu aboard yeah although who's to say he doesn't exaggerate like the way he sounds like flu aboard exaggerating mm-hmm. his accent 
I don't believe it for a second. There's no way. If I live in a world where Flulaborg is exaggerating his over-the-top, super-optimistic-sounding, super-happy, joy-joy-time German accent, ach ja, then I'm just living in a fucking fake-ass world of bullshit. That's nothing... You know what, though? Now that I say that, that's how I know he... He is fake. You're right. Because this is a fucked up world of bullshit. God damn it. You had to ruin my fucking illusion. You had to ruin the one last beacon of fucking hope that I had to latch on to. The Mike Myers German techno impersonator. Yes. (laughs) The Flulaborg doing his best impression of Mike Myers doing an impression. It was traumatic enough for me to learn that Dieter wasn't real. It was traumatic enough for me to learn that Dieter wasn't real and that I would never get to touch his monkey. And now I have to find out that Flulaborg is exaggerating his happy, happy, joy, joy time accent. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing he has going for him anymore these days. I, Isn't that the only, only thing he ever had going for him? The, the, the only time I ever see Flulaborg is when he's on Conan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which I believe he just was, which is probably why I'm thinking of him. I think I just saw him on TV the other day. Mm-hmm. But Flulaborg is immaterial to the real problems that we face in this world. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Yes, please uh, please do pull up this uh, pull up this article. U.S. health officials investigating 215 possible cases of severe lung disease associated with vaping. Bum, bum, bum. Now, what is that I see in your hand right now as we speak? Um, a, uh, a vaporizer. He's, oh, I guess he's not, it's not so much in his hand as it is, uh, missing in the general... It's over here, you dungus. Okay. Ah, okay. Yes, right here. He is holding in his hand... What kind... Tell him about your vape before you uh, can no longer speak due to your severe lung disease rendering breathing The disease I've gotten for uh, for vaping for over a year and clearly I'm at the verge of death's door. Um, An Illinois patient has died. Died. Does see that's the thing with these articles. It never specifies what happened and what went wrong. What went wrong because I know people that have been vaping for years and have never had any lung disease whatsoever. And it's not like he had. It's they're not saying it's cancer. Are they even saying what kind of disease it is? Is it like just because some shit set in his lungs and the, like is and turned it into like a culture plate and he like got some bacterial infection because he was using some fucked up like oil some vape juice that he homemade or something like so it says here that it's in 25 states now uh let's see our cdc and the fda so some of the alphabet boys got on it oh you mean uh, the companies uh, or the government agencies that should have been regulating vape juice from the very beginning that, that's something else too that i never understood is Vape juice has nicotine in it, which is a fucking drug. Yet somehow, they this the, all these companies, this whole industry, have managed to go unregulated, and instead the tobacco and instead like the the tobacco industry is like lobbying to either get a monopoly or like suppress them. Like they, I, I think they tried to make vape like vape juice uh, 
for, like in in the state Warren was one of the states where they tried to get to where they couldn't even sell vape juice at all, and 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 then of course once uh, once those jewel uh, things, which is mm-hmm. I believe made by a tobacco company, came on like oh well I guess it's okay now now that we're into it. I mean, I, I wonder to what extent this whole thing is uh, uh, just fear-mongering because, of course, uh, the alphabet boys have to talk about the alphabet chemicals. So we've got the CDC and the FDA blaming THC and CBD uh, because in, quote, many, unquote, of the cases, patients reported using THC or CBD, compounds found in Bum, bum, bum. Cannabis. So, um, really though, that's pretty much the only, uh, overlap that they claim they can find, but it's only in some of the cases. But do they know for a fact, did those, did, see, I bet it doesn't even say, did those people vape nicotine as well? Because a lot of people that vape... So it seems like what's happening. Both things. Like, it seems like what's happening is they're somehow mixing, uh, like, like uh, pot concentrates with nicotine e juice, which uh, sounds like a hell of a combo. I guess you could call that the spleef of the future. But at the same time, apparently a lot of the people are presenting with like lipids in their lungs. Which is normally something that happens when you, like, inhale a piece of fried chicken or something. Hmm. And so what I think might be happening is someone on the street is making some sort of concoction. And putting, I think like, that vegetable oil or something. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Putting, like, vegetable oil or, I don't know, coconut oil. I don't know exactly, like, the heating temperatures of those or whatever. But, yeah, something like that that would, you know, vaporize and then leave fatty deposits. I would say coconut oil would be worse because coconut oil straight up fucking solidifies at room temperature. And that's that's actually what they use in like those uh, impossible burger patties mm-hmm. uh, to marble it like meat. They they put uh, chunks of yeah, which is fine because you're you know ingesting it as opposed to inhaling it. But yes, uh, topical on the skin, good uh, in your mouth. Totally good. You make some damn fine cookies with it instead of butter. But, uh, you know, you better watch your ass when you're inhaling uh, shit that's going to leave fatty deposits behind in your alveoli. Which is why they they should have regulated this shit from the very fucking beginning. I don't know why they didn't. Like, it's insane to me, like, that... These people could be getting, contracting this shit, and and it could be from literally, like, not even buying off the street, but, like, literally buying it from a vape store. Some fucking, like, some some company. Like, because you can buy vape juice from China. Like, you can buy it online, and it's probably cheaper, and you can buy that shit from China and have it, like, sent over. And it's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous, like, that it's not regulated seems that they're blaming counterfeit e-cigarettes as the likely cause. The actual e-cigarettes themselves? Yes. Hmm. Like, um, you know, it could be that literally whole... Aren't jewel pods disposable or are they refillable? I have no, no idea. No, jewel pods are disposable. You have to... Oh, I you bet have... you there's fake jewel pods coming in. Probably. Or something like that. 
But that's not the e-cig itself. I mean, that's that's the that's still. I mean, I guess you could technically say it's part of the e-cig, but it's the the thing that would be causing it would be the actual like oil that's inside the the pod. But yeah, no, that yeah, jewel. You have to continuously buy jewel pods, which is why they're a fucking ripoff, and also makes sense as to why they're the main they're the mainstream one that's been adopted because. I mean, that's literally the most most expensive way you can you can get vape juice is by like buying tiny little like disposable pods and continue like, they, I mean, it's buying the actual glass bottles is ex is expensive enough, but like having to buy tiny portions. Can you imagine the upcharge and like the packaging for each individual fucking jewel pod, and on top of that, like how much they're charging for the tiny fucking amount of juice that you're getting, like. And all that wasted plastic and metal and everything in a disposable pod that will never yeah. be... That sounds like something Philip Morris would fucking do. If if they're the ones... I don't even know who owns Jewel. Like, I think... I I, th be, I, I think it's its own company. I, I I was under the impression that that it's that it's owned by a tobacco company, but I could be I don't I don't know for certain. It's, I can be wrong. It's very hard to remember things like this, but you know what? That's okay. That's normal. What's well, not normal is bringing it back to uh, our ageism discussion. Joe Biden, unapologetic after reportedly mistelling military story. That's uh, one of many gaffes he's had re here recently. So it would seem that he uh, forgot who was involved, forgot when and where it happened, and basically conflated like three or four different events together into one fictional thing that never really transpired in any capacity and uh even better he forgot president obama's name that's what i was going to bring that that up. actually here before we go any president further, my boss yes i saw i, I saw that to be to, to uh to redact what i said it is in fact jewel is an in fact in fact an independent company owned or was spun out of pax labs an independent company with tyler goldman former ceo of pax labs named as ceo of jewel after the spinoff pax labs there's nothing uh nothing i'm assuming that's pax P -A labs yes. not pack slabs yeah yes but uh, either one sounds kind of gross. You know what I mean? Pax Labs. That makes you think of Pax Prentice. Yeah, which I is used to be an it... addict. Now I'm not. Mm -hmm. I... <laughs> I'll never go back thanks to Pax. Cue shitty music. Um, yeah, Pax which is probably me. why it's no longer called Pax Labs anymore. And the company is named uh, Jewel. But, uh... Jew. Anyways, now on to uh, uh, former vice president and poster boy for AARP and uh, and uh, diabetes. He probably doesn't even have diabetes, but he just seems like a Wilford Brimley type at this point. So the latest morning consult poll has Joe Biden in third place, mm. with and Bernie Sanders eking out a very narrow, like twenty to twenty. Well, and to be fair, over Liz Warren. To be to be fair, third third place, like he's down by like one percent, isn't he? Like so, it's like 
the margin of error has it basically been a uh, being a three way tie. Yes. But we all know these polls are biased toward old people because one, they're either landlines or they're calling people, which young people don't fucking answer un like unknown numbers. Um, you know, only people that have no jobs and and plenty of free time is gonna pick up a call that either says likely scam because if you have a cell phone in a company that provides your fucking service, you likely have a scam like notifier that tells you likely scam or it's an unknown number and you don't fucking pick it up because you that's a waste of your goddamn time but if they have such a strong pro old person bias which i totally agree with you and just the objective reality of the situation that that is the case um then i have to ask how is lefty bernie crazy bernie managing to eke out even so narrow a first place margin that's the real question is that's what the codgers he's actually in in first place among the olds hmm. granted well, it's the olds that are voting in the uh democratic primary presumably but mm -hmm. uh still you know those are those are like the hillary people aren't they the neolibs you know it's it's all because a lot of these people a lot of those people well they're either like old like tankies or socialists or something like that or they're who going, are the old people that are supporting bernie oh yes that's, or, well i mean i think bernie himself is an old tanky yeah well i wouldn't say a hundred percent like pure tanky but that's that's speculation and that's a whole nother are like that's a whole nother topic but anyways and my second point is it's name recognition because sanders has always been in the top and he's the second old guy that they're going to identify with. So you you get these people that are like finally getting tired of Biden shit. Like, okay, this maybe this guy is senile and doesn't belong in office. Well, I'll choose the next old white guy because there there is a there is an odd uh, cross between. Um, between Bernie's Bernie supporters and Biden supporters, and that a lot of people that even the people that are um, currently um, choosing Biden as their first choice, they say their second choice is Sanders, which it like as far as issues go and policy goes makes no fucking sense. But if you look at it as well, he's he's been in second or third place this entire time, and he's an old white guy, it makes perfect fucking sense. Well, plus, and also people tend to vote based on, like, personality and convictions as much as anything. Mm -hmm. And so it, you literally have this situation where, like, libertarian ANCAPs and chuds would often pick Bernie Sanders as, like, their number two candidate. Like, either, like, right after Trump. I've heard some pretty right-wing people say that they would have voted for Bernie because, like Trump, he speaks his mind and mm. sticks to his guns and yeah. uh, says what he means. Well, they, they, they care about fucking dunking and owns, and Bernie has definitely stepped up that part of his game. He's not he's not playing as nice as he was with Hillary in the 2016 election. No, not by he's a country a, he's, I wrote the damn bill, Miss Bernie now, so... Yes, and, and the fact of the matter is he may be the only candidate on stage who could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Trump in the debates, and here's why. He has the facts, he has the policies, he's got all of that ready to go, and it's all on his side. But he also has the stamina, the courage, the cojones 
to the, not take his the, bullshit. The energy. Stamina. High energy. He has stamina. You need stamina. <laughs> I'm, uh, just so you know, I'm actually doing that, like, okay symbol. The white supremacists have, uh, tried to co-opt or whatever. The best in the world, Trump stakes. On that note, we are going to take a quick break. We will see you again shortly. Fucked it up again. Hold on, let's try it again. See, I've been uh, playing around with this uh, shitty little uh, Casio keyboard during the break, trying to come up with a sweet theme song for our uh, podcast. And so far, uh, I've come up with this sweet little Dateline style ditty. So, anyway. That spells fuck you in Morse code, which I thought would be an appropriate theme song, but it kind of sounds like shit. So I'm going to keep trying to figure that out while we uh, do the rest of the show here. What do you think about that? Sounds good. So what comes next? Interesting news out of Britain, I wonder. Let's take a look. Well, besides, um, what's his face? Doing a sweet dunk on Boris uh, Johnson. Um, what's it? Hugh Grant, that's right. That was uh, all the fucking, yes. all the libtards. Like, oh, oh, Hugh Grant totally dunked and called Boris Johnson a rubber bath toy. We got him, guys. Got him. <laughs> Got him! Oh, wait, never mind, I forgot. He got the queen to sign off on getting him to, uh, what, what was it? it what, did he, what did he get her to do? Not that she was going to say no anyway. Uh, prorogue parliament. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, yes, uh, she did, in fact, uh, or rather, I, I believe she is, in fact, going to do it. I don't know if she's done it yet or not, but, uh, you know, technically, but it's happened, in other words. Anyways, here's to hoping uh, Jeremy Corbyn wins the election. But uh, the, Yes, wishing Jeremy Corbyn all the best. Uh, despite clearly being a rabid anti-Semite, um, you know, anyone who doesn't support everything Israel does at all times, no matter what, hates all Jews. Mm. Anyone who hates uh, Netanyahu. Hates all Jews. Mm -hmm. um, you know who doesn't hate all Jews, though, according to Netanyahu? Hitler. Oh, Hitler, yes, yes. It was, the, pa it was uh, the Palestinians' fault. It was the Grand Mufti of Palestine that got Hitler to kill the Jews. Yeah, he, not was, his, he was just an innocent not dude. Not his deep-seated hatred from a young age. Not Mein Kampf, you know, which was written before he took power. Nope, it was, it was clearly the Palestinians mm -hmm. and Rashida Tlaib. Yes, Rashida Tlaib and 9-11 Han Omar. <laughs> um... I was time like, traveled. 
<laughs> I was like, whenever I see, I was like, say like Nilhan Omar, like. <laughs> oh my god, I see. Every single day, I see the most atrocious, racist comments about her headscarf of all things. Oh, and, and now they're now they're trying to slut shame her because supposedly she stole a married man from a from a woman or some shit like that. Yes, um, and you know what? Fuck them because uh, who gives a shit? How many times did Trump cheat? Oh, yeah, that's well, right. That's a man cheating, so that's different. That's yeah, okay. Well, it still would be a man cheating. It's just he she wooed a man to leave his fucking wife, which. Who gives a fucking shit? Like, or well, you see, here's the thing though. I read about this. So the dude is 38. His wife is 55. Do I need to say anything else? Oh wow, yeah. It's Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher all over again. Yep. And I looked at pictures of her, and uh, you know, she looked like Carrie Byron when she was younger, like. In all the pictures they show of her in all the articles, she's like 42. It was like when, back when they got married, like 13 years ago or whatever. Who's Carrie Byron? Byron? Uh, the chick from Mythbusters. Oh, I, I gotcha. Yeah, she looks the one, sort the of one like that, that. The one that posted those, or got those nudes leaked or whatever, is that the same one? Yeah, um, yes. She also looks sort of like Mrs. Frizzle, too. Like a yeah. real-life Mrs. Frizzle. But now... You know, time has taken its course. She looks a little bit more like, uh, God, uh, who who the fuck was I thinking of? Kathy Griffin, kind of, more than she did before. Like, before or after the, like, thousands of dollars worth of plastic surgery? Uh, after. Okay. After. She's not, like, hideous or anything. But yeah, she's, not, not Kathy Griffin before the plastic but she's, surgery. Uh, <laughs> but she's definitely got the turkey neck going on. Got a little bit of a Jamie Lee Curtis chin going on, if you know what I'm saying. Uh -huh. And so, uh, you know, this 38-year-old dude sees fresh, you know... Some good positive body shaming going on here in the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know... Whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not Get saying... Get over it. I'm not saying that 55-year-old women aren't deserving of cougar status or of their young... Uh, luscious male sex toys. I'm okay with that. But, you know, what always seems to happen, it's not even a should. Like, I'm not saying he should have left her. I'm not saying he did the right thing necessarily. I'm just saying this is such an obvious outcome. Like, this mm. is such a clear well, pattern of behavior with humans where the, a young guy, like in his 20s, will marry a hot chick in her 40s who's, in, or... who's in her 40s or late 30s and they're fine but then once she hits menopause all of a sudden he's ready to fuck off when he's right around the same age she was when they first got married this seems to always happen with these things well and and let, let's let's be honest here it's i i think it's it's not it's pretty fair to say that his current though well, his ex-wife or whatever she was probably isn't as badass as fucking Ilhan Omar. An attractive, young, like, very smart and empowered fucking woman. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, even if his wife was still, like, smoking hot. Like, even if he was, like, married to a fucking, a woman his same age, it wouldn't be, it would be very understandable that if he left her to, to date someone like Ilhan Omar. Like, Jesus Christ. Come on. 
Ilhan Omar is hot. His old wife is not. Or maybe she is. Who's to say? All I know is a divorce is coming their way. And it's all Ilhan, that slut's fault. Ilhan, the slut, home wrecking and a wreck. She killed off their marriage, now it's dead. Like the Jews. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, like, that's what Ilhan Omar wants to do, because yes, she's Muslim, so therefore like she's... Like the Jews she wants to kill yeah. by not letting them murder Palestinians. Oh, true. Eh, close enough. It sounds vaguely Arabic, right? Oh, the mysterious, the mysterious Somali woman. She wears a headscarf. How hide, exotic. What's she hiding under that headscarf? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the the ways that I've heard her headscarf referred to are just some of the most obscene things. Like the worst one I saw was a boomer friend of a boomer friend of mine who unironically asked why she wear a diaper on her head hurt oh man oh oh man yeah you know what she needs to take that thing off and let that long hair flow down you know be a good american girl I've, I've always, blonde hair i've always been kind of on the fence on <clears throat> the whole uh like Muslim headscarf thing because it was rooted in oppression, but at this point in time, it's more of a fashion statement than anything else. Like, yeah, she's or like a, you mean to say like a cultural statement? Fashion yeah. statement. Well, it is a little lighthearted. Both. both, yeah, I think it's both because I mean, it's not like she she chooses to wear certain types of headscarf. The point it's, is, it's yeah. her choice though. It's whatever yeah. she feels comfortable doing. And, you know, Christian women do this shit, too. It's not even unique to Muslims. Yeah. And that's and why I always like to say, like, go tell a 90-year-old Polish Catholic woman, you know, shuffling around downtown Cleveland with her fucking humpback two feet higher than her head, but, hey, plus no, no, yeah, go no tell her to take off her damn headscarf. Yeah. Yeah. Hey there, hey you old fucking bitch! Take that goddamn diaper off your head. I'll break those brittle bones, bitch. Be an American or get the fuck out. And then she lifts you up and breaks you over her hump, her calcified hump. Her calcified hump. That's the only kind of hump. I want a calcified hump. <laughs> then I can more easily pump and dump. <laughs> real, real. Yep, real women have curves, <laughs> specifically along their back. Yes, real women have curves. 
all up and down their spine from rickets. <laughs> rickets and various other diseases of malnutrition. Oh, their suffering is just comedy gold. Cheney, for example. Uh, uh, I don't even know if I can legally discuss the things that man may or may not deserve. We get our podcast taken down off the. Uh, taken down because we're not state. Taken down off whatever service you're listening to it on yeah, right now. Because we're not state officials. We don't have uh, diplomatic immunity on the, on the interwebs to call out for uh, death threats and uh, doxing against people. Yeah, sadly, we can't get away with telling the uh, Russian government to hack people mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, singling out individual congresswomen for physical abuse or, or whatever else. Yeah, that's fine, but uh, say one thing against uh, against libertarian god uh, Koch and uh, one of the Koch brothers. Which one died again? Uh, David Coke. Yeah, da yeah, say anything against the libertarian god David Coke and uh, fucking Jack Dorsey himself is, uh, is hunting people down on Twitter to fucking block them. Dude, these... Yo, my daddy. These Coke suckers need to just fuck off already. You know, it's but, like... But they donated to charity... Oh, boy. Yeah, and Trump ran a charity, the Trump Foundation. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. They're not 100% terrible people. I'm sure they treated the people, the, their relatives, and their uh, the people that they loved fine. But, uh, you know, everybody pretty much does that. Um, they did fund uh, quite a bit of stuff for PBS. Uh, to what extent it was uh, right-wing propaganda, who knows, because it is PBS after all. But if you watch a lot of PBS, you will often see, you know, brought to you by the Charles and David Koch Foundation. Or something like that, you know. And, and for them supposedly to be, for them supposedly being unbiased, they are quite biased. Yeah, quite biased in favor of making money off of their fucking oil company. Oil refineries or whatever it is they do, petrochemicals. Oh, well, I was referring to PBS, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Coke Industries. Yeah, I, uh, I uh, not to not to fucking brag or anything. It's nothing to brag about, but I recently stopped uh, following uh, NPR on uh, Facebook because I was just tired of all the fucking neolib bullshit that they would push out. In the coverage that they wouldn't do over, like, Sanders and the unfair coverage. I, I already follow enough... I've, I've found enough independent media to follow now that I don't need to 
hang on to mainstream media because the problem is with the what I had before is there was I was following independent media but they weren't covering enough stories they would cover cover things that like most of the other um, like newspapers or or whatever wouldn't cover but then when when it came to like headline stuff like major things I wouldn't find out about it but I'm following enough now to where I no longer need you NPR you're not a, yeah, I don't need you in my life anymore. <laughs> NPR is where you go to like read woke bullshit like, like you know. They're, they're MP- like this is why a $15 soda tax will save the world from itself. There is the thing is there's like nothing I and I still follow Vice even though it's also very clearly biased, but there's nothing that NPR gives me that Vice couldn't give me with a more interesting spin to it. At least Vice still covers some weird shit, but also, like, some major stuff as well. Like, Vice is just a quote-unquote better version of NPR, basically. NPR is boring. I mean, Vice has gotten kind of boring, though, too. I mean... Yeah, well, they do... It's sort of the same thing over and over again, like... (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) Weed. <laughs> but. Or, uh, or, Edibles. or that, uh, that one, that one, that's one stupid fucking series they have where the guy goes to different places. Like, I went to the, the worst rated, uh, tattoo parlor in, uh, this is so and so city or like, or whatever. Is that Vice? I thought that was Super Deluxe. That's Vice. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, it, they're very some, hard to some, distinguish from one another. It's some guy that like is like a wider version of Aziz and Zari, basically. Like a yeah, more I've weaselly seen dweeb. Yeah, Reminds me a little bit of Ethan Klein. Yeah. Appearance. yeah if it, Aziz and Zari and Ethan Klein, like t- trans, it's Star Trek, like a uh, transporter fucking merged into one being. Oh, God. That's, that's a daunting prospect to think about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's Aziz yeah. Klein. Yeah. Well, those those of you uh, those of you familiar with uh, Star Trek Voyager, you'll you'll know in all about the uh, Tuv- Tuvix incident. Yes, uh, very tragic, really. Because Was it Tuvix or Tuvox? I, I think I it's Tuvox. Remember. That's right. It was but Tuvox, yes, very yeah. tragic because Tuvox did not want to die. <laughs> And really, that's kind of shit when you think about it. Like, wouldn't that combined person wanting to survive imply that the two other people consented to it? Like, what if you split them back into two people and they're like, Why the fuck did you do that, asshole? I told you not to, you know? like. Well, and let's be honest, Neelix was a useless fucking character on that show anyway. Like, he was supposed to be the comic relief, and he was just annoying. So, I mean, and, and Tuvok was useful, but, I mean, combination of the two, you know, probably would have been a more productive crew. But, you gotta follow that he prime did, directive. Yeah, he did, all, he did also look very, like, unnerving as well. He ha- was, like, very creepy and... <laughs> Oh, I see. So now we're just doing eugenics, huh? Uh-huh. Anyone who looks creepy, just off them. Mm-hmm. Split them up into multiple people. What, you're just going to divide them up? 
Like a worm? Is that what you think they are? You think there is some annelid that you can hold down in your sick little Petri dish? Who you are, can be Dr. Mengele? Who, who are we to deny the independent identities and per, in, in, in personalities of Neelix and Tuvok, though? By, 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 by killing one, you're giving two lives a chance. You know, I'm not going to lie. I think that if you could, like, divide, subdivide me into, like, three guys, I would I would let it happen. Three guys, and I think there'd be a chick in there, too. But, you know, I'm just saying. But anyway, divide me into several people of indeterminate gender. I think that'd be an interesting thing to do. Why do they, ha why do they have to have genders at all, Todd? That's why it's indeterminate. <laughs> Indeterminate gender pisses off the libs. They act all woke, but then they call dibs on the bathroom. Because that dude don't have a dick. Because their dogmatism is thick. Oh no. That's the best song ever written. And you're welcome for it. Hey everyone out there. Feel free to use my wonderful improvised songs. Yep, this is, they're all public domain. Yes. We, we will not sue you. Those, those segments of These our recordings may be for used. the people. Yes, we do this for you, and to you, but mostly for you, and uh, as I said, as he said, public domain, enjoy. Yep, all that we That's ask, a whole song, all see? that we ask is uh, at least give us some credit, we could use the name recognition. Yes, give credit, you know. Hey, this shit singing you just heard sound like a guy making shit up on the fly poorly? That was this that was these guys. That was that podcast I listened to. They didn't say the name of in the podcast because they didn't know what it was titled yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> by the time the listeners hear this, they'll have a title. And I'll I'll be sure to paste it in with like a, a robot voice or something right here. This podcast is entitled and there it will be the magic of editing speaking of uh, inhuman robots um, those of you who may be uh, drinking while listening to this I say um, take a shot or drink uh, to uh, Kirsten Gillenbrand recently dropping out of the president race presidential race I think we can all get behind that Miss Ma'am gonna take her kids to soccer practice and then Clorox the White House. Oh yes, Kristen Gillibrand out of the race. Ma'am's gonna Clorox the Oval Office and then she's gonna get all three of her kids to soccer practice at different times. Who was, I think it's funny, who was the other one that dropped out recently that was like, his whole thing was uh, climate change? Um, Jay Inslee. Yeah, Jay Inslee, yeah. I think it's funny that these two recently dropped out because like, 
I mean, granted, I liked that Jay Inslee was focusing on a more important issue, but, like, Christian Gillenbrand, her thing was, like, women's issues and whatnot, but she was, like, fake woke women's issues. Yes, her whole whole thing was really fucking over Al Franken. I think she thought that was going to buy her brownie points with, like, hashtag me too and all that, but it just wound up backfiring big time. Yeah, and before any of you fucking dipshits like, oh, fuck Al Franken, he was this establishment. Fuck you. Al Franken was more important and more, like, way more left than a vast majority of the party and did did the party much more fucking good. You gotta get, you gotta hand, you gotta, like, do what you're given at that point in time. Well, and getting rid of him only hurt the fucking Democrat, like, only hurt the leftist movement. Now, uh, the interesting thing, though, is that I've actually seen quite a lot of uh, support for Al Franken lately. Yeah, there are especially st- among the there, left. There are still some naysay, some like you know, pure well, that blo- was one pure blooded tankies that are like fuck Al Franken or you know some shit. Like, there's still some holdouts. It, but... Is it the tankies who get so morally outraged at that sort of thing? I mean, I I can't say for certain. I was just kind of generalizing or whatever, but... Yeah, because we don't want to say switches, because that's a little uh, outdated at this point. We're not fucking, uh... God, Lucian Wintrit or some fucking horse shit like that. So, you know, we can't go there. But at the same time, you know, I don't like this creep of soft liberalism. You know, you gotta be inclusive... And intersectional, but at the same time, in this specific case, I've seen a lot of what I will refer to as critical support for Al Franken on the left, because he was particularly so forward-thinking and progressive on women's issues relative to more so the rest than of the Christian Democratic Gillenbrand has yes. ever fucking been. Yes, he literally did more for women's rights than she has. She's just the fucking... Like, what has she done? No one fake, can point to a single... Fake neolib establishment. Like, she she is... Even, with, even, even in the current state of these candidates adopting Bernie's fucking policies from 2016, she is still... She still, with this, with it currently right now, isn't as progressive and as left as Bernie is, even with her tr- moving more to the left, which she was even further right before now. Like, she, she, tr- she, she's lucky that she got such little press coverage, because if people really dug into her voting record and what she'd done, she would have got torn the fuck apart, probably more so than Kamala Harris has been and hopefully will be in the future. Um, the biggest thing about Kristen Gillibrand's voting record is that she went from being very right-wing in the House to being uh, slightly less right-wing, but by American standards, liberal, um, in the Senate. Because she went from uh, representing a tiny little district over in uh, western New York to representing the entire state of New York. And so that goes from being like, I don't know, she had like a really good rating from the NRA and shit like that. And was considered a real blue dog fucking, uh, you know, dino, Democrat in name only. 
And then now she tries to play this like super woke neoliberal character um, as opposed to her rad lib past. And the whole thing is just, it's a fucking failed attempt at fucking pandering to people. She thought she could weasel her way into the race with, you know, knocking down Al Franken and looking like the champion of women's rights. She could come in and be like, I'm ma'am, I'm going to Clorax the Oval Office. And that that would, her orange, little pithy slogans would win people over. Orange man bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, Kirsten, uh, what's your uh, policy on uh, health care? Make Obamacare better. You know, like, what does that even fucking mean? Yeah, that's the same bullshit. My policies to have good policies. Oh, wow. That, yeah, that's just, that's literally the same thing fucking Biden's been saying. We need to make Obamacare better. No, I, I believe you mean my boss care. Yeah, my pr- president my boss care. <laughs> yes. I don't want to give him too much credit for not being completely how, insane with age. Yeah, not to sidetrack, but how the fuck do you forget the name of the guy you've been literally writing the coattails of the entire campaign like that he's i mean i think you're all very well aware that biden has been like name dropping obama this entire fucking campaign and then you somehow manage to forget the only thing you've had going for you the only reason well maybe not the only reason but the major reason why he has such strong support in the black fucking community because he was fucking vice president under the obama administration oh yeah because he would you know easily be the absolute worst possible candidate yeah, for as African Americans, just objectively. Two times before this, when he ran, didn't he, he? Didn't he? Yeah, he ran against Obama, and then he ran like in the eighties or some shit, didn't he? Yes, he ran back in like eighty eight, and uh, got wiped out of the primary because he was caught plagiarizing a speech by a British politician. Now, supposedly. He had credited the guy on every other occasion, and just this one time when he was being filmed giving the speech, he uh, didn't credit the guy, forgot to or whatever. And then similarly, oh, supposedly just this one time, he combines three stories into one and like fucks up all the details and shit. And then supposedly just this one time, he forgets Obama's name. And then they make excuses for it, like, oh, it was late in the day, and, you know, we were getting tired, and he'd been working very hard all day, and it's like, he's going to be the fucking president, you know? <laughs> it was, Can't be fucking sundowning when was, you're the fucking president. It was past 8 p.m. He hadn't, he hadn't Yeah, what does he have, Alzheimer's or something? <laughs> That's not good. You can't have the president... Well, mommy, it's been a long day. We've seen what happens when you have this shit. You can't do it. He had already had his warm milk. He was heading to bed. (laughs) Yeah. They gave him his night pills. You know? Jesus Christ. And they say Bernie's too old. Bernie's fucking younger than him. Bernie's not even the old man in the fucking race. But somehow the older guy is more electable than the guy that's too old. Makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. Well, and to 
to be fair, the media is, is finally starting to turn against him and falling all into Elizabeth Warren's lap. Like, they're all, they're, all the neo-libs are now like, well, I guess we'll have to finally force the party to go further left, but we're not going to go Bernie. We're going to go Warren because she's more willing to play Liz ball. Warren has a plan to put a Band-Aid on everything. Mm-hmm. A band-aid on a fucking art like arterial wound. She will make America great again for the petite bourgeoisie white middle class and nobody else. And uh, and it will be fantastic. You know, middle class America, get ready to get that status but, back. But she doesn't Poor take, people, fuck off. She doesn't take corporate money, except uh, you did when you're in Massachusetts, bitch. You shield for a fucking defense contractor because they they had uh, they they employed a lot of people in your fucking district, and therefore you bent over because you will you would have probably lost election if they left Massachusetts. Which which right there right there tells you everything you need to know about her. And, and this was, she was a Republican for decades. Yeah, like we, her literally her entire life up until she was in her like what fifties. You know, just suddenly, no, it's just it doesn't appeal to me, man. You know, she's definitely got that uh, college grandma vibe going on too. It's like your teacher and your grandma rolled into one lady, and she's coming to like try and teach you the birds and the bees or something awkward and you just don't want to do it you know or is uh was as a as a how a stephen colbert put it uh she was the 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 grandma that gave you like the shitty candy or whatever and and bernie was the one that gave you those full-size fucking twix bars or some shit like oh yeah hillary clinton was the grandma who bought you like socks for christmas and said, you know, good job, little one. Yeah. With clean feet, you can Pokemon go to the polls, you know. Go bought you socks and, uh, and gave Pencils, you, because and, that way you could achieve. Yeah, and gave you a fucking silver dollar or like a quarter for Christmas or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, she could be like, this is a Kennedy silver dollar. Um, Kennedy had just died when I uh, campaigned for Goldwater in 1964. Oh, wait, oops. And yes, people can change. She was literally like 13 at the time. But I'm just saying, Liz Warren, former Republican, Hillary Clinton, former Republican. You notice a trend here? Mm -hmm. Too easily swayed. The Democratic Party seems to be basically overrun with former Republicans. Mm -hmm. And not to and uh, and not not to mention she also uh, never endorsed Bernie during the 2016 election. In 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 what what has been speculated is a uh, possible promised vice president role if Hillary got elected. And then we all know, we, of course, we all know who that how that turned out. We got Harmonica playing Tim Kaine as a fucking vice president. Instead, oh god, we mean as a candidate because there ain't no one voting for him for vice president. Yeah, but he knows, uh, but he knows Spanish. All that needs to be said about Tim Kaine is just how invisible he has become. Like, even Hillary Clinton still puts out her fierce queen tweets and shit like that. But Tim Kaine, when's the last time you heard that fucker's name? 
<laughs> is he even in the Senate still? Like, was what is he? Is he still there? Is he still I, doing shit? I, actually, I believe he is. I think he's, he's still, still in the Senate. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't, I haven't even seen him on TV or anything. Like, he's fucking. But he's one of those that the DNC is willing to shill, like shill out money for. And e- e- even if a more radical, uh, even if a more uh, leftist runs against him, they will fucking purposely. Like take money away for, or give him money and shut out the more uh, left uh, left Democrat running against him. Well, that's because they are basically paid to lose. Is the way that I look at it. They they are bought off, and you know there's two options. They can win and be basically as you know far laissez faire liberal as the Republicans are, or they can just lose or throw the election and the actual Republicans win and just, you know, do all the same shit hog wild instead of half hearted. But there's yeah, but there's no consequence go. Either way they have uh, they have a they have it set up for life. It's cush after that. Well well you didn't win, well uh, you can get a job uh, with a lobbying firm afterwards or g- get some cush job doing fucking speeches for fucking like neolib universities or some shit afterwards. Like, oh, get paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars to deliver like ten minute like motivational speeches at corporate events and shit mm-hmm. to the to students that are that are going to start a, a podcast called I don't know uh, Pod Save America maybe <laughs> oh god Pod Fuck America Ugh. what's our time I would have said Pod Damn America but that is already a podcast as well which is much better than Pod Save America oh I'm America. sure it is that name alone just appear, just like stinks a fucking neolib scum. And sadly, the phrase neolib scum is where we are going to have to end our journey for the evening. But hey, we were so glad to have you here with us, enjoying our main chatter while you sit there munching on a bowl of ramen noodles and smoking a bowl full of schwag with